Okay, welcome along to episode number four of season eight. Season eight? Season eight. Don't be late. Don't be late. And welcome along, Ethan Ling. Hi, how are you getting on today? Hello. Invited back yes. by Jack, not by me, by Jack. <laughs> back with a bang. Back with a bang. How are you today, Jack? I'm fab. It's a heat wave again here mm-hmm. on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. You quite enjoy the East Coast weather. It's always sunny in the East Coast, Jack, as they say. There we go. Okay. And sleep. And sleep, right. <laughs> Five, six, seven, eight. Welcome to the Blackadder's Employment Team Podcast, where you have your very own employment lawyer in your pocket. This podcast is intended for managers and business owners and aims to keep you on the straight and narrow with your staff. This is our The Law Pine Headlines, take two season. We take a look at the stories, big headlines and ask, is this case for real? How do you get with that? And what is The Law Pine Headlines? The case this season will feature um, discrimination focus. So, um, let's go this case. The case you've chosen, Ethan, you've chosen, Ethan, is a case of Bradbury against Sky In-Home Service Limited. That's correct. So, Miss Bradbury began working as a customer advisor with Sky in November 2010, and she later became a qualified field engineer in September 2018. That sounds really important job, doesn't it? Field a engineer. qualified field engineer. Very fancy. Mm-hmm. In June 2020, a colleague of Ms Bradbury's, called Rosie Cook, called Ms Bradbury to discuss an upcoming presentation that Ms Cook was due to give on issues of inclusion and diversity. Now, both of these two employees were inclusion advocates within the company, and this was a role which was designed to promote diversity and inclusion on the basis of all protected characteristics. Ms. Cook is white and Ms. Bradbury is of Latino origin. Okay, so the presentation wasn't about specifically race discrimination. However, it was taking place against the backdrop of recent events in America mm-hmm. and the murder of George Floyd, sparking the emergence of the Black Lives Matter movement. Well, Ms. Cook had prepared the presentation and it included some slides to promote discussion on the issues of systemic racism. Whilst explaining these slides to Miss Bradbury, Miss Cook made a remark along the lines of that Miss Bradbury must have suffered oppression in the past because of her race and the colour of her skin. Because that is, isn't that unusual, isn't it? Mm, Imagine pretty, saying that to a colleague pretty bad. in this day and age. Yeah. Misjudged. Totally. Yeah. Miss Bradbury voiced strong opposition to this when it was made to her. Okay. Not surprised. No, exactly. Miss Bradbury later emailed Miss Cook after the call with a summary of what was discussed and thanking her for the call. There was no mention of Miss Cook's comment in the email, funnily enough. Mm. Nevertheless, Miss Bradbury notified her line managers of this comment, saying that it made her very upset and that she was concerned she was being treated differently because of her skin colour. And she actually lodged a grievance as a result, stating that it was wrong of Miss Cook to assume that because of her skin colour, she had suffered oppression without knowing anything about her background or upbringing. And consequently, for a week after that comment, she was also off sick. I'm with her in that, aren't you? Very much so. Yeah, yeah. very sort of stereotypical jumping of the gun. Totally. Yep. So, on the 27th of June 2020, Miss Cook withdrew the grievance, stating that she no longer wished to pursue matters, as she did not believe that there was any intent behind the comment. This withdrawal was conditional on an off-the-record chat taking place between Miss Bradbury's boss, Miss Littlewood, and Miss Cook to ensure that lessons were learned. Uh, this chat never took place, 
and Miss Bradbury was never made aware that it hadn't. Tut, tut, tut. Yep. Miss Bradbury later stated an absent re-meeting in September that she wished she'd gone ahead with the grievance. She was issued with a letter on the same day stating that no further action would be taken. And then if we fast forward to October, Miss Bradbury was actually summarily dismissed for failing to self-isolate after returning from a holiday in Spain. Mm. She lodged a complaint of victimisation in November and she also appealed her dismissal shortly thereafter. So her appeal was refused in February 2021 and in July 2021, the company wrote to her rejecting her grievance about victimisation. The grievance rejection was also appealed, but that was later rejected in November 2021, apart from an admission that Miss Bradbury's request for an informal chat to take place could have been handled a bit better. Miss Bradbury lodged a claim for, amongst other things, direct discrimination on the basis of her race. So, these are the facts of the case. What should headline B do you think, Ethan and JB? Any headlines for this one? I've got one. <laughs> Can I give it? Can I get it? Can on, I, on, can you go, can can on. on you go, Sam. On you go. How's about Pi in the sky, employer sky, communications giant cooked in tribunal hearing? I like it. See, we did that. Is that good, is it? Yeah. Miss Cook. See, we did Miss Cook, yeah. Miss Cook. Pie yeah. in the sky. Good, Sai. You win as always. Uh, I've got a better one, actually. Connor, what is it? Sky. Good eagle. Sky. Yep. Employee. Yep. Wins fourteen thousand pounds for race discrimination. Is that the actual headline, Jack? That's my headline. <laughs> okay. What and was also, the actual headline then, Ethan? Well, the actual headline wasn't too dissimilar to Jack's. <laughs> uh, I should get a job with the newspaper. <laughs> Sky employee wins discrimination case against diversity officer. There you go. All you need to do is think, try and come up with the most boring headline you could, <laughs> and that's probably the real one. <laughs> okay. What was such in course to hearing then, Ethan? Uh, so the tribunal, they first set out the law on direct discrimination. Um, so A directly discriminates against B if, because of a protected characteristic, A treats B less favourably than A treats or would treat others. Okay. So what was the issue here then? Well, it was whether or not Ms Cook had discriminated against Ms Bradbury in relation to the comment that she must have experienced oppression in the past because of her race. If this comment was prima facie discriminatory, then Sky would need to then show that the reason for the conduct was in no way whatsoever based on the protected characteristic of race. Tribunal concluded that actually Miss Bradbury's evidence about the telephone conversation was sufficiently reliable. And even although the comment was not mentioned in Miss Bradbury's follow-up email to Miss Cook and her initial grievance was subsequently withdrawn, Miss Bradbury had been distressed, felt self-conscious and took some days off work. It's unlikely that she would have reacted in this way were the issues only related to what was contained in her email to Miss Cook. And most sort of powerfully, the remark equated to the colour of Miss Bradbury's skin with her having been oppressed, and that Miss Bradbury would have felt that oppression, and that wasn't in fact her view or experience. So this comment wouldn't have been made to a comparator whose skin was white. I mean, that was the whole crux of the case, and I think that's why that's why Miss Bradbury was so upset by it, the remark. So in this case, Miss Cook did not use deliberately offensive language, nor did she deliberately seek to cause any harm to Miss Bradbury. However, the tribunal concluded that um, motive is not a prerequisite to discriminatory act. The act or conduct can be discriminatory in its very nature, regardless of whether or not there's intent behind it. So Miss Cook had shown a lack of appreciation of the circumstances of Miss Bradbury, 
and by assuming that because Miss Cook was not white, that she must have suffered oppression was a form of stereotyping. And the reason for the conduct was therefore directly connected to the protected characteristic of race. Hmm. And so on the fact of whether or not it was less favourable treatment, the tribunal decided that the remark itself and the way that it was handled, and this was by the employer failing to escalate the concerns, had caused Ms Bradbury understandable distress and amounted to a detriment. There's also an issue about whether or not the tribunal could hear the claim. The claim was bought more than three months after the events took place. And so the tribunal decided that it would be just and equitable to allow the case to proceed in this instance, based on a number of factors. The delay in raising the claim could be partly attributed to the claimant expecting Miss Littlewood to have an off-the-record chat with Miss Cook, and she was not aware that this wasn't happening. And also, Miss Bradbury was a party litigant with an incomplete understanding of the law. Mm. And then... Most importantly, said the tribunal, eh, Ms Bradbury would suffer a substantial prejudice if she was not able to pursue her claim, particularly in circumstances where the tribunal considered that the claim was well-founded. So again, lastly, we talk about the case of Finn against British Bung Association. Yes, that again, was the that same, was, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. More than three months Time old, but it was actually allowed to proceed. Yes, and that's a pure coincidence. Is it? We haven't done that deliberately. <laughs> okay. Miss Bradbury was awarded a cool 14 grand for injury feelings as a result of the finding that she'd been discriminated against. So again, that was a big award we made against Ms. or against Sky. Particularly for Indeed. the reputation as well, probably. Totally. More damaging than the financial penalty, perhaps. Totally, totally. So takeaway tips from this podcast are what? First of all, train your staff in relation to diversity and equality. There was a lack of appreciation from Miss Cook about her comments, which could have been avoided had she had the appropriate training. And tip two is if an employee raises concerns about potentially discriminatory language, the employer should escalate in accordance with the procedures, ignoring such complaints at your peril. How do you spell peril, Jack? P E. A-R-L <laughs> No, you know P-E-R-I-L Ignore complaints at your peril And then the final tip I would say If you're an employer and you're facing a claim Don't don't rely on time bar as your only defence Like last week, as you said, Simon This case was also lodged out with the three-month time limit yep. But the judge did allow the case to proceed On the just and equitable extension Good. So that concludes episode number four of season eight. Like this podcast, please subscribe to our podcast using employment on your pocket during your normal podcast hosts. Episode five next week. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. Cheers and cheerios. Cheers.